Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Cigars and Opinions with your host, Sean. Say hey. Hi. That was my wife. And now... It is time to get into... The... Guard on Patrol segment. Go ahead and take it away, Sean. Hello, my party people, and thank you, Sean. So, uh, this week is uh, Christmas and Yule, and uh, all of that. So, I think this will be my last one of this year. Sunday is the 25th. The 25th is this Sunday. The first of next year is the Sunday after. So unless I do one for the 31st, which is New Year's Eve, uh, unless I do one and post it out on the 31st, which I've most likely won't. Uh, yeah, it's surprising I actually get Christmas off this year. And I actually get uh, New Year's off this year. Now, that doesn't necessarily... Well, yeah, no, I get New Year's off, technically. Because it's a Sunday. But, uh... I get both of those day, both of those holidays off this year. Which is not normal. I'm normally working. I might end up working anyway. But. It depends on if they decide. If one of the guards decides to call off. I know one of the two guards is an annoying. Person that. Well. Half the time, they don't work their shift anyway. So. More than half the time. I'd say about three quarters of the time. Three fourths of the time, they don't work their shift. I'm actually called in to work their shifts quite often. Sometimes other guards are called in to work their shifts. Kind of depends on who they get a hold of first, I guess. Doesn't matter. I don't really, I don't really do much actual celebrating at any holiday. I mean, I just sort of hang about, and people celebrate around me, but I don't really celebrate. I don't celebrate Christmas because I'm not Christian, so. That doesn't mean that I look down on people that do. It's just, I'm not Christian. I'm not celebrating the Christian holiday. I'll celebrate you. But, not Christian. So I don't celebrate Christmas. It's not really much different from Yule. Obviously, it's pretty different. It's a different holiday. But 
How's it going? I understand that. I look at it this way. I celebrate the holiday I want to celebrate. And anybody who wants to celebrate whatever holiday they want to celebrate, they can celebrate it. And we'll all celebrate the holidays we want to, and we'll all be happy. And at the end of the day, if we work together, we'll all be cool with one another. Of course, I know that's not how most people look at it, but that's how I look at it. want to celebrate whatever holiday you want to celebrate go right on in because I ain't looking down on you but I'm at the golf cart so I'm about to get moving on the golf cart which means I gotta get off of here so my party people I will see you in the main segment And y'all have a good evening for now. Thank you for joining me on my foot patrol. Hello, my party people. Thank you, Sean. So, this week, with the main segment, we have a guest, a special guest. This is my brother, Devin. What's going on, everybody? He, uh, he also has a podcast. He hasn't, uh, recently updated, but... The, the, the previous one, I, uh, actually wound up uh, stepping down from, uh, it was me and him couple other guys doing it but um of course life happens one's getting married and another one's got a relationship going on i'm married got two kids and you know so uh, it's kind of hard to get together and uh and plan and, and to uh, get everything together for the podcast it needs to be done the right way so um i kind of stepped down from it i'm i'm, I'm probably going to start another one back up but uh, it's, it's going to be a while with everything going on in my life right now so <clears throat> well with the old one episodes are still up if you are interested Devin you want to plug it yeah uh, it's a uh, it's actually on anchor uh, I believe I'm not sure what the the, rec- what the qualifications are to maintain uh, its status on podcasts and stuff but uh, I know we're on of course we're on anchor and Spotify uh, and uh, we may be on Apple still I'm not sure I haven't checked but it's called the witness stand um, some pretty pretty uh interesting theological breakdowns uh um, like i said i'll I'll probably probably have another podcast uh started here soon i've kind of um just still kind of brainstorming a few things names and stuff like that uh copyright and all that other stuff but um it's a it it should be picked up off the ground once i do get it i'll let you know and uh you you know plug it in your next episode or or wherever you for you, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll plug it in the next episode after you let me know. Yeah, sounds fantastic, bro. So we are on our final podcast of 2022, which means it is the season finale. Man, so this is, is cr- a good time. That's crazy. I feel, on- feel honored now. Yeah. <laughs> season finale guy. <laughs> Bringing you on the season finale. Well, I appreciate it, man. I, uh plan on doing it um when i do seasons it's gonna be seasons by the year yeah that makes more sense so the first whole year that i did well the 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 first year i did podcast was last year and that was uh i I don't even remember what episode it it ended at but we're like 76 i think 75 76 episodes in too shabby sir not too shabby at all not too bad and uh of course the next episode will actually be on the first of the year so it'll actually be a holiday 
you know, <clears throat> it's, it's it's quite a feat to be honest. I mean, I mean, maybe people, some people might not think so, but to actually do a podcast and to maintain it and to continue doing it and to continue to come up with fresh ideas for shows and stuff, it's not easy. I mean, me and the other guys on our older podcast were doing uh, at least two shows a week, but just for those two shows to make sure everything was planned properly. I mean, and the format's a little different than what you what you've got going on, but um, you know, it was so much work because it was always, okay, what, what topic are we going to cover this week? Then you have to go into doing your research and figuring everything out. And then, I mean, so for roughly, you know, I don't know, maybe two and a half hours worth of content, you know, you're literally spending about literally a day's worth of research and kind of like, you know, talking back and forth. So, I mean, 70 something episodes and it's, it's nothing to shake a stick at. I mean, I, I pretty much just sat down and talked. Well, that's what I was saying. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, the, the 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 platform, the platform in which you know you uh, your style is a little different, but um, it's a lot different, really. It, it is. I don't do any research. Man, I man, you know, I thought about doing that. I was like, man, you know, maybe maybe one day I'll just I'll just start rambling and just you know that'll be that'll be the whole thing, just just rambling, but um. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things where I got my ADHD is too terrible, and I'll probably I was bad about it on our own podcast. I would rabbit hole all the time. I, so that 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 um that style probably wouldn't fit me very well. Yeah, you never know. Fair enough. At the end of the day, once you once you've done it and you get used to doing it. Like the only the only odd thing about it is, with with my style, the only odd thing about it is, the fact that I'm talking into a microphone. Yeah. That's the only odd thing about it. I could ramble all day long. That's fair enough. But if I'm rambling into a microphone, it feels a little weird. <laughs> See, well, I was, and that's something else, you know. Um, me and the guys did it last time on the witness stand. Um, you know, we had the. We had the full setup, you know, we had the uh, laptop, uh, yeah. editing software, you know, the microphone, um, you know, like I said, there was a lot of brainstorming that went on, you know, what direction are we going to go with it in, you know, you know, what are the, some of the things we, we really need to be careful how we word this or how we say this, um, you know, so it, that was, it was like legit the, the full podcast experience. <laughs> it's so, it's so tiring when you, when you really jump into it and do it like that, um, my next podcast, I'm, I'm still, like I said, I'm still tweaking with the idea of, uh, you know, do I want that scenario again? Do I want to have the microphone? Um, my next podcast is, is really going to be more like a, a uh, how, how would you say, um, the last podcast was more like a, like a, literally an hour and a 25 minute biblical theological breakdown you know what I'm saying um, but I think this podcast uh, you know I think too often as especially Christians the, these days modern day Christians um, uh, how, how do I <laughs> once again you know how do I word this properly uh, just word it however you would yeah this yeah, is well, an opinion well, podcast it's, it's, anyway no yeah oh, exactly and, but it's one of those things like I feel that uh that the modern day church, and when I say church, I don't mean buildings, because the building itself is not a church. The people are the church. It's the way it's supposed to be. But, you know, there's a fine line between being biblically accurate and then just following your following tradition. And a big problem in today's modern society is tradition. It, it just is. I mean, it's like, you look at, you know, Christians don't want you know, like, like us as Christians don't want certain things in school or we don't want certain things here and there but you know we're the first ones to jump up and say like you know well we can't have you know um, this religion having a representation here but it's okay for us to display our stuff um, that's a touchy thing with a lot of us like I've had conversations with certain people like obviously I wouldn't necessarily like I would not like certain things there, but at the same time, this country is founded on the basic principles of religious freedom. Mm-hmm. That means for all religions, it's right. not just one singular one singularity. 
Um, so, you know, this next podcast is kind of going to be on the basis of speaking with like-minded people. Like, I'm still going to have very close friends of mine come on the show. We can discuss, you know, theological, uh, you know, uh, uh, facts. Um, you know what? What the you know what the difference is? I believe this. I believe that, et cetera, et cetera. Or, you know, but I also want to have people that are not like-minded, or people that have uh, that have maybe you know been in like, like a scenario where grew up in church, but then got out, or people who have not grew up in church and has come in and get different perspectives and and different insight, because I feel like people need that, um, especially for. A lot of us down here in the South, you know, um, <laughs> I think the majority, if you ask, uh, if you ask people that aren't from here, you know, they're like, what's the, what's the biggest, um, Christian denomination in the South? They're going to say nine times out of 10, it's going to be Baptist or Catholic. That's just the two biggest things. Yeah. And Baptists have a notorious reputation of, um, being very judgmental. Um, and this is not just me being whatever. This is just me stating facts. Um, I mean, observation. Yeah, exactly. So, but there's not a lot of insight because a lot of, not, not all, and I, like I said, I don't like labeling a whole group, obviously, with myself being included as one of them, but not many Christians take the time to sit down and listen to others' beliefs or, or listen to why someone believes why they believe or why they think this or that. A lot of times it gets to a head where, you know, oh, you don't believe what I believe? And they just, they put that wall up. And they don't want to listen. To me, that's not, if you're going to be biblically, I'm not saying that, you know, if, if you're a Christian and you don't believe in those things and you're wholeheartedly against them, there's a right way to, you know, you really don't want to hear about it, then there's a polite way to say like, hey, you know, but it uh excuse yourself a lot of times simply put just make the statement hey i i don't want to talk about religion yeah yeah i mean in, in, in a nutshell um but anyway i'll see once again that's the adhd rabbit hole jumping no you're um, fine but uh <laughs> you're fine the um that's that's pretty much what the basis of this new podcast is going to be is uh getting different insights and having you know respect respectable conversations you know have an actual discussion not bickering or demeaning one another not you know oh you're wrong and i'm right because that's not it's not what it's about no real debating correct it's just it's just discussion just conversation you know i've had i've got a lot of my friends um that do not follow what i follow and that's okay um matter of fact you and i actually don't follow well yeah yeah exactly and that's what i'm saying and we're brothers exactly but there's a there's a right and wrong way to do things exactly there's too too often too often there's you will not see anyone out of that christian denomination sit down and talk with someone who believes differently not not like i said not everybody because there are people but like i know for a fact i have a friend of mine that he um he doesn't believe what i believe but after talking with him for a while um, and we've had discussions and whatnot he still doesn't necessarily believe what I believe, but he, you know, he's kind of at the point. He's like, well, everything's up in the air, you know. He's like, well, it's this is possible, that's possible, whatever. And us, you know, he believes. Um, oh, I don't want even want to butcher it. I'm be giving you some hate mail already, uh, <laughs> but um, is it is it Norse? Is Thor Norse in, pagan? Is, is Thor Thor and Loki and Odin, Hela and all that? That's Norse, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so he's that. Um, he's a Norse pagan. pagan. Yeah, he is. And um, we're very close. We've been friends since we were three years old. Um, you know, he, he grew up in a uh, Baptist home setting. His grandfather was a, was a preacher. Um, it just, uh, it was just one of those things where he he didn't fit that bill. Um, you know, maybe somewhere along the way, he you know, he's... He's told me himself that he just feels like the church always kind of did him wrong, judged him, looked at him different. Um, and that had a big impact on the way he had an outlook, but he's always said, he's like, man, you know, I follow this, and this is what I've always felt resonates with me. And that's where his lineage is from, you know, his ancestries from that part of the world or whatever. So My beliefs are actually in Greek. We'll see. Yeah. Athena is my patron. Yeah. 
So, you know, it's, it's, it's a very respectable way to have discussions. And that's kind of what that I want to do with that podcast is, is to start kind of sitting down, discussing those differences and, you know, getting insight for both sides because there are people on the opposite side of the spectrum that don't want to sit down and talk with a Christian because all they think they're going to hear is, Oh, you're going to hell. Oh, you sin. I mean, that's all a lot of them do here. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not going to argue with you. I mean, it's a lot of them. Yeah. On the same side, on the on the same thing, the the others are. There's quite a few that refuse to listen to what, when Christians speak to. Yeah, them, so. yeah. It's, it's and like I said, it's on, it's, it's it's on a, all sides. And that's that's a that's a big part of the problem, uh, Sean. Is is just the fact that. Nobody is willing to sit down and talk anymore. It's it's literally my side and your side. Yeah. And the that can that can get involved with anything, and especially politics. You know, it's that's like a you know a lot of people. I'm I'm a left. I'm a right. Well, I'm in the middle. You know, I'm a, I'm a libertarian. I believe in full-hearted, full-fledged freedom. Basically, the way I believe the country should be ran was the way the forefathers intended it, which was you have a federal governing body each state has its own running body the state provides majority oversight with minimal federal interference so basically in a nutshell the states do what they want per state voted by the people and then the federal government doesn't get involved unless it's some kind of big ordeal you know like a sensitive subject uh maybe say something like with abortion or something along the lines like a moral compass thing but as far as like you know taxes and other things like that, that should be citizen voted per state. Um, I, like I'm one of those ones that believe that I think the federal government has too much overreach. Um, I believe that they're involved in some stuff that they probably shouldn't be involved in. You know, it's you and I agree on that, by the way. Yeah, I mean it's well, it's just it's if you open your eyes and you look, it's just there. I mean if you look at how our grandparents grew up, or oh, yeah. our great grandparents grew up. They, they didn't, they didn't have so much federal oversight. It was more so, you were the American dream was kind of like you, you do your own thing. The government doesn't really reach into reach in to do anything with you unless it's you've done something bad. Um, but nowadays, it's the, the federal government is is it's kind of the opposite federal government mandates the majority while the state governs the minority so yep and of course you know it is these days and times anyway it's it's legitimately only you know like well uh this state is you know left or right and the president is this so either you're gonna be a you're gonna be a red state or a blue state and the the laws nine times out of ten reflect that um so that's everything in life is is if, if left and right, if Christians and other religions or, uh, you know, people with just minor or, or major differences would sit down and discuss, not, you know, debate and get mad, and there's a time for debating, but yep. sit down and discuss. And in a nutshell, that's the basis of the podcast, is that rabbit hole I was joking with. That sounds like a good one to listen to. Uh, think about. I think I already got the name for it. I think I'll probably call it the Prodigal Podcast. Being, uh, you know, my upbringing. Um, I was raised. I was born. Make sure that name ain't already taken up. Already have. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Funny note. Um. I actually looked up because the majority of podcasts are not even copyrighted, for the most part. Um, True. So it's one of those things where. <laughs> As long as uh, as long as I get it copyrighted and everything else, this should be fine. That's all other. That's all other topic. Yeah, mine's not. Mine's not copyrighted. Yeah, ours wasn't either on the witness stand. Mine's um, just. Well, yeah, but both his majority because you own you own your voice. So, I mean, but um, I probably call it the Prodigal Podcast, and the reason being behind it mostly is just, um, you know, my upbringing is a. Uh, uh, I was born and raised in a Southern Catholic family. Uh, Parents finally got out of that. We, you know, we drifted from different denominations and stuff. Uh, it was a brief run. We didn't go to church at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I studied other things and looked into other things. Um, and you know, 
if, if for those of y'all that don't know anything about the prodigal son, it's actually like a, a especially a story in the Bible that speaks about a, a son that leaves his father or whatever, thinks he's going to do better and everything, thinks he can do it on his own, goes out, fails miserably, and, uh, you know, he, um, he basically, uh, eventually is, is kind of putting a, a rock in a hard place and has to go back to his, his home and uh, he expects his dad to, you know, I told you so, or, or you know, be mad at him or upset and he comes home and his dad throws his arms around him and, and you know, basically starts telling everybody, you know, hey, get, get this ready, we'll start cooking a big a big feast, you know, my son's come home. Um, it's a, it's basically in a nutshell um, about how God wants us to, to come to him or whatever, no matter how far we stray, you know, always come back, but um, that's kind of what I've been. I've, I've been the prodigal. You know, I've uh, I've went. I've been in the. I've been ordained in the church. And I've gotten out of church. You know, come back. Um, but this time with a different um, mentality. You know, it's not <sighs> to follow God blindly is what we're supposed to do as Christians. But you know, don't be one that goes to church and doesn't read what you what you preach. Because that's 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 not healthy. It's also important to know what you're well, yeah, to understand if, it. Yeah, you need to, you need to fully grasp what you are believing in. Um, once again, I think that goes back to tradition. Down here, people go to church just because their parents went to church, or people go to church because they grew up in church with their parents, and that's just one of those th- one of those things. Yeah. My mother actually uh, raised me Baptist. Really? Yes. I was raised Baptist. All the way up until I was 10 years old. Eventually, at the age of 10, I realized that I, I that didn't fit in. Yeah. So, you know, I eventually I started thinking more about it. And I, even after I left the church, I actually still went every now and then to the, uh, what you call them? Um... Um, the, um, all the little kids get together and they oh, do yeah. the choirs Bible and stuff school. like that. Vacation Bible School? Something like that. Or are you talking about... Um, it wasn't... It was, uh, a, it was a choir thing? You talking about like... We had a choir and we all... We were just a bunch of... Just a group of kids singing. Oh, And okay. it wasn't really a choir. Yeah. We just kind of... It's a youth group. Um... Uh... What happened? Um, well, I, I'm trying to think. It was a youth group. Was it just like an occasional thing? or like This was like a once a month. We all got together. And, uh, it was, uh, under the, under the guise of one of the people at the, at the church. The, um, pastor had us over at their house. And we all got together, all the kids. Yeah. And we had a whole bunch of fun for about a couple hours and then I went home and everybody went home hmm. I'm trying to think what that that's what they called it a youth group just oh you oh you just went and hung out with a youth group okay. yeah yeah <laughs> but this was this was a youth group created by the church yeah yeah but we also uh, went to the church and I was the only white kid in the whole church that's the funny thing <laughs> I was a, 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 the only white kid there the rest were either um, black or Hispanic. Like I was literally the only, the only, <laughs> the only white family in that whole church, because I did go to the church a few times. You were the only we were literally guy. the only white people there. You were the only gringo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was nice. Yeah. They were good people, and honestly, they were better. That guy's cool. Olay. <laughs> they were better. Uh, they were a better group than the original group I got with, because the original group I got with was from a different church, and then my mom's um, late husband. They, uh, not not late. I'm sorry, he didn't die. Um, Ex husband. Uh, he. We called him uh, we called him Big Sean, and 
I was Little Sean. Because <laughs> we were both named Sean. Makes sense. And uh, he took us to a church he used to go to. And the thing with it was, everybody else was, was black or, or Hispanic. Hispanic. <laughs> it was one of those two. Oh. Might as well take a quick break, my friend. Yeah, sure, we can do that. We'll be back in a few minutes. Hello, my party people, and we are back. Yeah, it's a uh, it's the life of having a, a toddler. Is uh, sometimes they don't like to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll get that chance one day to see what that's all about. <laughs> Trust me, it's a whole experience, dude. <laughs> but uh, no, you um, I think I already left off. So your uh, your mom's um, ex-husband. Um, was going to a uh, predominantly black and uh, Hispanic church, and that you were like the only white kid there. Right. How was that? So when when I was going there, it was it was all right. It, they were they were a lot nicer than being around the other the, the typical. Yes, <laughs> a lot nicer than typical. Stereotypical, should I say? It wasn't even. Uh, it really wasn't even even that stereotypical of a church either. We had a, it was a black pastor, and he was a, he was a cool guy, uh, Big Sean, he was, uh, he was friends with the pastor, which is why we went there. Yeah. And, uh, it was cool, they were cool people, there was no problem with them, um, the first day we showed up there, though, everybody turned around, all you seen... <laughs> It was a black, a black mass of faces looking at you at first. Like, I looked in there, I'm like. Well, you know, it's, 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 it's like an unspoken thing, you know, it's, it's like, uh, you know, people, people talk about racism all the time, you know, how it's just crazy. It's like, oh, you know, we, uh, when I was growing up as a kid, Racism didn't exist to me, and I live in a very racist part of the uh, part of the state, you know. Um, but mom and dad raised me, you know. Color's not, color's just what it is. It's color. There's nobody different, you know. Um, so growing up, we I never noticed a racial divide. Um, you know, it wasn't anything for me to go to a, to a friend of mine's church um, that was all black. Literally, when I say I was the only white person, the uh, I was the only white person. I was the only white kid there. A friend of mine and his, his parents, uh, I went to go stay the night. Saturday, they had a rule. If you come stay the night on Saturday, you have to go to church on Sunday. So, grab clothes, <laughs> went to church, and uh, I'll never forget walking through the door, you know. It's, it's not so much you get stares because it's like you don't belong here, but it's just it's like, oh, oh, okay, that's uh, that's different. Yeah. You know? um, that's the same, same thing I thought was like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm not expecting y'all to be hostile. I'm expecting y'all to be cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool. Man, and that's, man, you know, but what? Man, here. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and put my tinfoil hat on and, uh, and, and join the conspiracy theory club. Um, so our country has never been more separated racially than it has been like now since probably the civil rights movement because we've allowed media to come in and to if you're on one side of the aisle you know then you're racist if you're on the other side of the aisle you're an idiot you know it's just you know when i was a kid once again reverting back to that i was i was a kid during 9 11 like i was in school when 9 11 happened and i can tell you the next couple of years, I had never seen this country unite. <clears throat> never seen this country unite so much like it had at that point. Now, because man, it was like it didn't matter if you were black, white. It didn't matter if you were Hispanic. It didn't matter if you were Asian. You know, everybody pulled together. Everybody came together. You know, I remember. Uh, you know going to town everybody was so friendly everybody was so nice to each other you know it just you know now 
it's, it's I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like sometimes some places you go, you can almost cut the tension with a knife. It's just so bad. Yeah. Um, but you know, like what you were talking about as far as like getting the stairs when you walk into the church, and it's kind of like you know, like, oh. Well, they weren't expecting it. No. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't expect. Well, I didn't know what to expect the first time. But you know, I really believe that. Really, the only way to do away or to uh, to get rid of taboos is just to tackle it head on. You know. I agree. You know, it's kind of like there's an elephant in the room. Instead of walking around it, go to it. Just, just get it out of the way. Just be done with it because it's. That's true. You know, I um I was in a situation um where oh lord must have been oh god how old am I <laughs> twenty nine <laughs> that's right um oh god oh god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that sounds about right for a situation. Let's uh, let's just let's just say it's been a while. Let's just say it's been a while. And, uh, you know, but been a few years. Yeah, I was um, I was dating a girl at the time, and uh, and she was she was black, and um, me and her brother were very very close. Um, well, I say very very. We're we're really close. We're pretty good friends. Um, matter of fact, um, I hung out with him and his dad more than I did her when we went and visited her parents. <laughs> so, um. But uh, I got into a situation where um, we just got done visiting her family over there. Mm-hmm. Cool people. Uh, her dad's passed now, but he's such he was such an awesome guy. Um, everybody, his name was uh, his name was Joe, but everybody called him Big Joe. Real nice guy. Um, but we had left there and uh, we went to a gas station uh, right up there in Alexandria. And, uh, we got out of the car. This is about maybe on 10, 11 o'clock. It was late. And uh, some guy kind of mumbling some stuff to himself in the parking lot, which is not abnormal. You know, you've got plenty of people um, that do certain particular illegal activities and sit out in parking lots all night. Um, right. Then he started making some uh, some racial slurs and stuff. And, um, and I started uh, making comments about how we shouldn't be together. All these other things. You know, it, uh, that was one of the first um, times in my life that uh, I had experienced any type of uh, uh, racial hatred. You know, I don't really know the, the correct terminology to use, but um, because, you know, obviously sometimes just silence is the best treatment because you're only going to... Make only, it worse. Yeah, you're only going to encourage it. So, um you know, I could tell it was starting to upset her, uh, which unfortunately she she had uh, she had already dealt with stuff like that in her lifetime, unfortunately. But you know, it was it was uh, it's kind of tough. Um, you know, it, it was we tried to you know he I mean he even came in the store and just kind of he wasn't behind us, but he kind of stayed in there. He just kind of making comments to himself. He kind of got louder, and finally, thankfully the. Uh, the guy behind the counter working that night was just like, uh, in a nutshell, you know, told him, was like, dude, shut your mouth, buy what you're going to buy, or get the hell out. In a nutshell, pretty much told him that up front. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, finally he went outside, um, you know, but, uh, it, man, there's, it's, we need to stop tearing each other down and, and start realizing that, um, you know, we're all on this earth together. We're not separate. We're not different entities. We're not different. We're, we're all one race. It's human. Um, cultural differences, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not accustomed to. You know, uh, how how Asians celebrate certain ceremonies. I'm not accustomed to how different cultures in the world do things. But that doesn't necessarily mean we have to be against one another. Um, Man, I just like I said, I've, that that podcast I've got coming up, I've got so much I want to do with it. Um, I really, um, really would like to uh, tackle a lot of taboo subjects, and I know that can be kind of a uh, flaky, um, you know, because that you, you kind of walk a thin line. It can be controversial. It can, it can. But once again, I mean, everything can be controversial, but as long as you're talking about it in a respectful light, being, you know. 
you're being thoughtful and really getting different insight versus just demeaning a certain belief or culture or whatever then I, you know, I think it's fine like I'll be honest I think all this uh, I think one of the stupidest words I heard in 2022 was cultural appropriation I think that was probably one of the stupidest things I've ever heard it's like oh well you can't have X style because that belongs to X culture like that okay so you're telling me that if somebody with a different uh, different background uh, per se or say they're <coughs> a different race okay. well say me okay I'm, I'm, I'm about as white as mayonnaise okay <laughs> so <laughs> um, let's say I uh, I go to China yeah and go visit well they have ceremonies uh, I had read a, an article somewhere on uh, online where or I guess it was a news report maybe in Reuters I don't really recall it's been, been about earlier this year but um, some guy basically had the whole online community well they say it was quote unquote the entire online community lashed out at him because he was uh, he was guilty of cultural appropriation by um, dressing in some kind of Chinese uh, some kind of Chinese outfit or like ceremonial dress or something like that and like uh, people were like losing their minds about it and like you know well you shouldn't be wearing that because you're not asian you're xyz and it's like okay what you're telling me is that because i am not of that background that i should not be allowed to dress or act a certain way that, that's like saying hey sean um well like let's say for instance like uh, i'm a uh, Let's see, I'm, I'm German. So, Sean, you're, uh, let's say you're not German. Or you, you're not from German descent. Celtic. Okay, okay. Well, let's just, let's, for the sake of the, of the conversation, let's just say completely just nowhere near close. Well, one thing synonymous with uh, the Dutch are like Lederhosen. Sean, I don't, uh, I don't ever want to see you wear a Lederhosen for various reasons, but... <laughs> for the most for the most I don't know if I would want to <laughs> but but let's say I don't want to see you wear that because you're not German how does how does that affect or you know I talk with a friend my, uh, one of my it friends it don't affect nobody it's just them being stupid yeah I mean it's, it's literally like you're, you're picking a fight you're trying to find something to grasp at to fight about yeah it's like um uh, who, who was I talking to? An old buddy of mine. He, um, he, uh, he's, he's, um, I guess the, um, correct, uh, uh, terminology is, um, which he disagrees with it completely. He's like, I'm not African-American, I'm black. He says the stupidest crap I ever heard. I ain't from Africa. But, yeah, um, I mean, it's, yeah. it's an opinion podcast. You can say the words yeah. you want to. It's yeah. not going to bother me none. Well, I know, I know. But, um, it ain't going to bother my people none. No, either. I know that, but I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, do it in a light where like he he i know if, if he did listen to this he would he would be like yeah that's, that's my boy uh but um no he's a he's he's black and he told me flat out he's like dude if you want to wear uh black culture and he looked me dead in my eyes like i don't give two rats crap what you do don't care his exact words were as long as you ain't walking around with a white hood on you acting racist i don't give a damn what you do He's like, I think it's dumb because we were sitting, to, we were sitting, uh, we're having lunch. I think it was over uh, walk-ons. I think it was. As long we're, as you ain't acting like no KKK member, you're good. <laughs> yeah, as long as you weren't being a, an idiot, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because he, I, I, we, I, and I love talking with him. He's a, he's such a down-to-earth guy. You know, he, he, he sees it kind of like we do. He's like, it's black and white. It's, it's not. There's no. There's no in-between, there's no gray area, it's, it, it is what it is, and, uh, and he was like, you know, he said, I just, I think it's done, we're watching it on the news, on the TV at the restaurant, he's like, man, that is the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life, I said, what, he said, all that, and I was looking at it, and, you know, I'm not one to be, like, walk around, the, beat around the bush, it's like, oh, that, that racial stuff, <laughs> And he said, yeah. He said, um, you know, he's like, man, I, I just, I think it's dumb. It's, we've worked 
he was like, well, the way he says, we as a people have worked so hard to get away from being profiled and being uh, thought of a certain way. He said, and all of that has basically been knocked back about 20 years in the past five. He said, it's, it's, or, or uh, yeah, about five or six. This, this, we talked about this a few years ago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just, I asked him flat out. I said, you know, man, I'm going to be honest. I don't, uh, I don't know what it's like to be black. And I said, just like, you don't know what it's like to be white. And I said, you know, so I, and I, I tried to, I always like playing devil's advocate. You know, I'm like, like, well, like I even stood up. I was like, well, you know, maybe some of that stuff. He's like, no, there's no such thing as appropriation. It's the stupidest crap in the world. He's like, man, that's when he told me about, you know, you wear what you, da, 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 and, and, mm-hmm. um, because it, it just, it's it's just dumb. It's just dumb. It's literally, if I want to, you know, okay, let's say, um, <laughs> perfect example. So, all right, you look at um, the majority of the male culture in the Middle East. They wear, they wear turbans. They wear robes. Yeah. It's not a demeaning racial statement that is just strictly pure fact. If you look at the demographic, that's what it is. Yep. Um, so, because I'm not from over there, I'm not supposed to wear that. If I walked out tomorrow and went to town dressed in that, do you know how many looks I would get? A lot. Um, so, you know, you, you... For more than just that one reason. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that goes into a whole other religious viewship. But, yeah, um, it's just, man, in this world, be what you want to be. You know, if, if you want to dress, like, I don't care if you want to dress like a Viking and go shopping at Target, just whatever. If it makes you happy, I mean, like I said, as long as you're not being an idiot, then do what you want. I could care less. I mean, as long as you're not walking around in a banana hammock man thong <laughs> while my two-year-old's trying to buy a Barbie, then I'm cool, bro. Do your thing. I mean... You know what's funny is back in Florida you would see that. Uh, yeah, but I can kind of understand with the beach being right there. You know what I'm saying? But like, well, no, 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 not even at the beach. Just going to Walmart. Was it an old guy? Wasn't even an old guy. Oh God. There's a dude uh, roller skating down the street in a speedo. This is an actual thing that happened. Leanna could tell you. Roller rollerblading down the street in a in a speedo, talking about he's Jesus. <laughs> this is your public service announcement not to do meth. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. You know, man, it's just it's so. Uh... You know what's funny is he's not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> you know, it's it's just a. Uh... That, but that's just it. That's always been my philosophy, man. Is uh, we have to. Don't get me wrong. There's an importance in tradition. Um, there, there is a, there is an importance in, in in maintaining certain traditions. But just like uh, me and my wife have talked about recently, you know, it's like a one of the biggest traditions. Let's say we'll start with Christmas. So, uh, as you've seen. Uh, one of the biggest Christmas traditions my family has as far as Christmas Eve is everybody goes to my, you know, family's house and we all mm-hmm. roast a hog and we all eat. Um, me and my wife uh, kind of jumped on the bandwagon of, you know, we're not really, we're not against that idea at this point, but, you know, it's not as important if you're not if you're if you're that busy. Well, no, it's, it's not. That kind it's, of it's not. It's not that. It's not that, brother. It's it's more like, you know, when I was a kid, my grandparents were alive. Yeah. My grandparents had seven children, including my father. So there was seven kids, which meant, and each, each kid had at least two children. For the right. Most part, with the exception of I think. One of my uncles had one. So you figure seven. We'll just go ahead and say two. Because some had more than two. Mm-hmm. We'll say at an average, seven times two is 14. So you had seven parents. Then you had 14 grandkids. And then, you know, that was it when I was growing up. 
you know, there weren't really any great grandkids when I was a kid. Um, it was very different. We all went to my grandfather's house. All the men were there early in the morning roasting a hog, and that was an all-day event. Um, you know, and, and in the evening time, we ate, opened presents, oh, yeah. pop fireworks till midnight. It was it was a tradition that we followed that my grandpa did with his family, which was way bigger than mine. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, it was literally like it was the family was so large at that time because all the families got together, all the distant kin. Um, so it was literally like, I think at one point it was over 12, 13 different pigs being roasted to feed everybody. It was yeah. a lot. Um, but so fast forward a few years, my grandmother dies. Um, things change a little bit. Um, you know, it's, it was still there. You know, we're still going every year. Uh, grandpa's getting older. Um, fast forward a little while longer. Now you've not only got the kids, you've got the grandkids, the great grandkids. Um, the house is getting packed full. Still tradition. We're still doing it. Yeah. But then you fast forward to now. My grandfather's passed away. My grandma's passed away. Um, a lot of the older generation has passed away. Um, so now the parents have become the grandparents. They have their own kids and grandkids. So now, you know, everybody's kind of doing their own traditions. Everybody's kind of doing their own thing. Yeah, they start new traditions. Yeah. So, but you look at it now, like yesterday, it was literally just, you show up, talk for about a little while you eat as soon as you're done eating you kind of finish up talking you're like all right well we'll see y'all next year it's it's just it's becoming more of like a we're forcing it we're doing this because it's tradition and there's nothing wrong with that per se but my thing is is if you're not going to keep it like it was if you're not going to make it mean something you know i don't care me personally this is once again this is an opinion podcast Yes. My opinion is this. If you're not going to make it as important as it was 10 years ago, I'm, I don't I don't see... There's no point in continuing There's no it. point in me taking the time away from what I could be doing with my children and with my parents to go over there for a few hours just to say, hey, how are you doing? Get a bite and leave. Because that's not the memories I have. Memories I have are the family being there all day together being there and eating and making memories, opening presents, you know, running around the house, popping fireworks. And while it's sad that my kids won't be able to experience that, it's okay. I had a cousin of mine reach out to me when we were talking. He said, man, he said, and, and, um, they, you know, he told me, he said, you've got to start making your own traditions. He said, these are your kids. He said, you know, I'm not. He's like, I'm not telling you not to not to go to family events by any means, because you need to stay in touch with your family. It's your family. He said, but right. He said, man, if you want to do off the wall stupid stuff for holidays, go do it. Like, you know, we, me and Megan talk about next Christmas Eve. Um, we've always done stuff with my family, but her family lives down south, way down south. Mm-hmm. So we talk about starting to do Christmas Eve with them. That's not the worst idea. You know, we've talked about. Um, from now on, on, uh, on Thanksgiving, um, possibly, you know, going and uh, just doing something off the wall instead of going and, now we'll still go by the family that do still get together, but for the most part, um, you know, we're going to, uh, we're just going to go ahead and, I don't know, go on a picnic, go to the lake and have a picnic, um, go do something and make memories that way when my daughter or my son gets old enough when they get older and start having kids of their own you know they'll have those memories it won't be like the only memories we have are going and visiting my dad's family for like three hours and going home because yeah even though it's only like a three or four hour event that whole morning especially those with kids know you get up it's it's always about the kids you get up you gotta make sure they're fed Oh yeah. Help them use the bathroom, change the diapers, get dressed. By the time, by the time you've done all of that, scrounged your coffee down, put your clothes on, that you literally have enough time to do all that, get ready and then go. So you do all that prep work to go for a few hours and then come home. If it was like it used to be, it wouldn't be so bad. Because I, I can, I can justify an all-day event. Can't oh, justify yeah. three hours, and that's not knocking my family. And I love my family. They're they're 
they can be good people. But, you know, um, tradition is a good thing, and it can also be a, uh, it can also make things stale. It can also be bad when you're not keeping tradition for the right reasons, or you're not actually keeping tradition. Um, so, I mean, it's a, me and tradition have a, a love-hate relationship. A very big love-hate relationship. Yeah, my tradition was always get up on Christmas, do presents, and then go on about our business. Yeah, that's that's kind of the gist. I mean, so, I mean, we never really had much of a tradition. Yeah, which I mean, and that's you know, people. I remember when I was younger, people used to knock other people for like, you know, oh, yeah, man, uh, I can't believe um, they went out and ate for Thanksgiving or they went out and ate for Christmas. Who cares? Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, we're still eating together. Like, I don't, they're still spending time together. You know, it's like I said, it's, and I don't know how it is up north because I obviously did not grow up in that in that part of the country. But right, you know, down south, man, tradition is such a stranglehold. And I don't mean that. In a, well, in that context, it is bad, but it's not all bad. Not all tradition is bad, but from what I've seen, man, it was like with the tradition y'all guys had. Uh, with the camp yeah you guys would go out to the camp every every year every we, uh, go every, see, squirrel, every, every squirrel season yeah every open I mean, we did it more than that but our the, the time that everyone got together was opening day of squirrel season yeah because everybody would go down there uh squirrel season open on like a i think a friday or a, a saturday we'd all go down there thursday night after i got out of school man it was it's such a big tradition down here in the in the in the at least in the state, to my knowledge, that literally you wouldn't even be counted absent at school if you didn't show up. Our teachers would flat out tell us, "Hey, if y'all don't come to school tomorrow, it doesn't count against you." Basically telling you like, "Don't come to school. We're going home." So, um, that was a tradition. We'd we'd go down there every squirrel season. We'd uh, you know, ride four wheelers, go fishing, hang out, cook, talk, whatever, and do that all weekend. We come home on Sunday evening. Uh. That tradition stopped. Um, my uncle had passed away. He was kind of the glue that held all that together. Um, he passed away, and then our camp had flooded out. And yeah. Whatever the case may be for it never getting fixed or whatever, family got tired of dealing with it. And once again, grandparents and whatnot are the glue that holds family together. And when uh, when they passed, that was it. Because after that. Uh, camp flooded out, <coughs> and the rest of the family either either went to other people's camp, or they got another one by themselves. So now, like, a handful of my aunts and uncles have their own camps, you know, yeah. so it just, once again, it's over time that tradition has to change. You can't keep trying to shove it together for the sake of shoving it together. Not saying, not saying that you shouldn't see family, but... I, I agree with uh, I agree with that premise though I do agree with that because I mean pretty much the only family that I really paid any attention to back in Florida was my mother oh yeah she gone yeah. Uh, the rest of my family I didn't really talk to yeah I talked to my uncles and my grandmother on my dad's side yeah but I never really talked to anybody else on on my uh, mom's side, and since I only ever spoke with her or did things with her, uh, she gone. I'm gone from Florida. Yeah, well, ain't I mean, no reason just, for it, me to stick around there. Yeah, well, that me and I mean, me, like me and Megan's talked about it before. They're the only two things that have really held us together to stay here have been y'all like the family of mom dad and you and Lynn or whatever yeah. and, uh, and our church our church family other than that if it wasn't for that we'd, be, we'd, be, we'd live somewhere else it's not that we hate it here it's just you know it's just one of those things it's like we we kind of have that desire to want to branch out branch out and see something different experience something different um, different opportunities because we live in you know where we live at from fuck Egypt yeah correct <laughs> I mean we like all the way out there it was a big deal way back when it was a big deal when we got a Dollar General out here I thought everybody was going to lose their minds 
<laughs> Moving up in the world. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what everybody said too. Moving up in the world. I'm like, yeah, we're getting a Dollar General. It's, it's fantastic. But um, no, nah, man, it just there comes a time. It saves us from going all the way into town. It does for the most part. We still spend. I don't really think it's worth it sometimes because when you think about it, you drive down the road and you know, let's say if you're gonna do some actual shopping and you you start going in there and you get like a buggy full. By the time you look at the price, it's it, I guess it evens out, you know, saving the gas from driving all the way out there, but then you're spending more per product. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. That's a that, that could be a whole other whole other study. Yeah. But um. True. Yeah, man. I uh when I do get that podcast off the ground, I'll have to have you on and just sit down and talk and discuss. Like I said, I don't uh. That's that's another big thing is um people getting offended that's a, <laughs> that's a that's a whole nother ball game on its own right it, there it is Uh-oh. they can say all they want that they're offended it, I mean well you know what I do when I get offended I take a step this is, this is God's honest truth if I get offended about something I take a step back I stop and I, I look at what's offending me, and then I study it. Why is this offending me right now? And then whatever the conclusion is, which most of the time, if most people would stop and say, why is this offending me, and really think about it, they'd probably learn to get over it a lot faster. Instead of just saying, oh, it offends me, and if it offends me, it's wrong. It, yeah, people are just all up in their emotions nowadays, though. There's no logic. All emotion, everything's yep. emotion these days, which is not, not good. It's not good. It's not a good way for anything. Nope. This is a spot we're gonna have to end on because we're 55 that. minutes in. Doesn't feel like it's been that long already. No, it really don't. <laughs> hey, we even took a break. It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> uh, I mean, I could make this a longer one and and stop this one and start a start a second main section. It's up to you. Or, do you or, want to? Or we could uh, we could either do that or we can cut it here. And uh, this is your last episode of the year, your finale. And then you got your premiere. I'll be on your premiere. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. We could have a split discussion on both. Or, 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 yeah. That's what it would be. It would be a split discussion. Yeah. Part one. Part two. <laughs> Although I think the next uh, episode is supposed to be a security episode. You're probably right. I yeah, don't know. I think you are right. I'd have to. I'm pretty sure you are right because uh, that, I think that normally how your shows fall. I go every three episode, three episodes between each between each security. Here episode. at the last few minutes of this episode, incoherent rambling. <laughs> what will you hear? <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> the name of this episode is Incoherent Rambling. I usually just name them uh, Rambling Host. <laughs> I do. The ones where I just ramble on, I just name them Rambling Host. <laughs> I've got so many of them, I'll, I'll show you the names. <laughs> I'll show you the names. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'd love to continue this, this bandwagon, but um, it's a... Uh, it's a tad bit cold out here. Yeah. And um, uh, I, I'll just—I think I'll just come back on your show, bud. I think I'll just do that. Sounds like a plan. Of course, this is Louisiana, so even if that's tomorrow, it might be 70 degrees by then. So. True. <laughs> well, man, All I, right. I, I appreciate you having me on the show, buddy. I'm glad to have you. I'm gonna go ahead and give it over to Sean with the outro. My party people, I'll see you in the outro. Thank you, Sean, and hello, my party people. And uh, thank you for sitting with with us this evening. And uh, thank you for a good year. It's It's been a great time talking to everybody. And uh, 
whatever holidays you celebrate. Just know that I wish you a happy holiday. Uh, we all wish you a happy holiday. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Um, happy Yule. All of that. We wish you all a uh, good rest of your year. And uh, there's one more thing I want to add is uh, I'm going to try, if I can remember every time, to start wishing people within that week a happy birthday. So for everybody, this is going to count for the whole year of 2022. So for everybody that's had a birthday in 2022, that means everybody out there. Happy birthday to you. Um, all the way up to the 1st of January this year, this uh, next year, 2023. Um, so yeah, happy birthday to everybody. And, uh, thank you all for hanging with me and, uh, coming to the party. You all have a good, uh, a good one. And we will see you next year and next week. All right. See you, my party people.